Welcome to another episode of the Mission Daily. I'm Chad Grills. I'm joined by Stephanie Postles. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode. This, this is episode, getting fun, by the way. I'm like, this is really fun. I've been here how many times now? A lot. A lot. And you're helping us catch up, cover down on important business-related tasks. Yep. So this is much, much appreciated. And for everyone listening out there, we have a really exciting episode for you today. Today's episode is about how to connect with anyone. So in the past couple episodes, we've been talking about the future, where opportunity lies, and now we're going to get extremely tactical in how you can not just get on somebody's radar, but uh, ally yourself with them, get them to do what you want, and then vice versa, how you can collaborate and make sure that the trade, whatever you work out in terms of working with them, whatever type of alliance you structure is a win-win for both parties. So quick side note, this is very important. The communication method that we're going to bring up in this episode has been used to, and this is a drum roll, drum roll. Yeah. So this exact method of communication and reaching out has helped uh, me, Steph, or any, you know, anyone on the team build and grow a relationship while being separated uh, for a year. So that's Steph and I, Uh, I use this method a lot in our communication, uh, just because communication, when you're apart from a significant other is so, so difficult, uh, especially for an entire year. And the entire year before that, we were dealing with the uncertainty of not knowing when I was going to leave. So mm-hmm. we used this uh, very successfully during that time. And now I'm proud to say we've been together for over a decade and it's been wonderful. Yeah, it has been great. Yeah, I've been able to accomplish many things that I could never have accomplished on my own. And you've opened my eyes to just yeah, a much, much better way of viewing the world. So Aww, thank you. Thank we you just for that. made this episode mushy and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, thanks for that. Sorry to everyone one that was listening. Um, <laughs> but yeah, also outside of this, uh, the same communication method has been used to uh, help find land and get promoted at a top tier technology company. That is Google. So Steph has used this method extensively in communication um, and it has been used to uh, connect and get support from one of the richest men in the world, um, generate investment returns well above the S&P 500 and that of most, most hedge funds. Uh, this method has been used to Uh, get investment from a top-tier VC at a top-tier VC firm uh, to close six-figure contracts with clients, um, top-tier clients. I just might want to just throw that out there. We're well past being humble. Yeah, no point. (laughs) At at this point. Um, We have to celebrate our own victories. (laughs) Yeah, not to brag, but uh, definitely to celebrate, to celebrate and then try to pay it forward and pass some of this knowledge on that has been so, so beneficial for us. Um, And then additionally, to pass a seven-figure run rate here at the mission, which is uh, very impressive, very exciting. And this, we use this all the time and we reiterate this with the team. Uh, we'll do some trainings every now so often where we present this method. And yeah, so this is also a method that to get to a personal friendship-based level is vital to find the others. So that was a, a quote that was popularized by Terrence McKenna, where he would always rally to get people at the end of his talks to like, don't stop here. Somebody in this room, somebody that's listening to this podcast or listening to this message has what you need. Figure out how you can get connected with them. They have your same interests. They share your same values. Uh, and if you can only find who that person is that you really click with, that you really connect with, you can go on to do great things. So this is a great method to find friends and long-term conspirators and collaborators. It's basically, this reach out method does it all. So let's jump it, it does it. it does it all. But most importantly, it frames your communication and allows you to stop all the procrastination that would otherwise prevent you from taking the leap and putting yourself out there. And it helps funnel your creative energies into a format. Just like the hero's journey is vital for storytelling, this format is vital for communicating, especially cold communication. 
All right, so let's dive into what is this method? What does it entail? Tell us more details because we've built Ada. it up really high now. Ada, 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 Ada. How do you spell that? <laughs> Ada, A-I-D-A. It okay. stands for attention, interest, desire, action. And we've brought this up before. I think we've published a little bit about it, but it's worth expanding on because this is the central key to just like the hero's journey can map and take the protagonist to a place that entertains and inspires many people. The Ada format can take your... Uh, nonfiction, your work-related communications, and even your friendship-based and romantic connections to the next level. And the idea is you have ADA, which is attention, interest, desire, action. And you can structure just about every communication from initial contact to starting to build some rapport to catalyzing some desire for the next outcome that you feel is mutually beneficial for both parties to then moving on to an action stage where you and the, the party agree that, okay, what you brought up, what we've discussed sounds great. How can we take the next step? So obviously this is a vital method for sales for, you know, it has many, many uh, implications far beyond. Uh, well, I view sales from a broad standpoint because we're always selling something. We're always trying to uh, do more or communicate better. And sales is this wonderful process when done ethically with some, you know, some morals and courage behind it, you can use sales to not just help get what you want, but help other people get what they want. So there's the Zig Ziglar famous saying where you can get anything you want if you help another other enough other people get what they want. And that's just so, so true. And the Ada method can really help expedite and speed that along. Yep. Agree. So maybe we should get like super tactical here. I don't know if you'll remember this or not, but um, so in the beginning you said uh, that you got a response from one of the richest men in the world. Right. That's how you phrased it. Yep. Okay. So I'm assuming that's the Jeff Bezos email that you sent. It is. I think it might be good if you kind of go through how you formatted your email in the ADA format. So like what was, you know, your attention statement? What was your interest statement? And then what was the action that came from it? Kind of walk our listeners through it. Okay. So this was uh, last, I think this was last year. So no, it it was actually a year and a half ago. And uh, the message at the time I was uh, on the board of a company that helped place uh, veterans at technology companies and they're they're doing great work. They had a great process. It was working well. Side so, note, Chad is a veteran, by the way. Yes. Yeah. So for anybody that didn't, didn't hear, know. maybe hasn't listened to the earlier episodes. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, U.S. Army infantry veteran. And back to the story at hand. So the subject line of this email was something like um, attention. So that was the focus. And I will literally like just spec this out on paper before I'm a big fan of paper, sketch pads, notepads, whatever gets your thoughts to a place where they're malleable quicker Then you can edit them. You can iterate them. So take out a scratch pad. Don't try to do this. Uh, I find when you start typing on the computer, it can really slow you down sometimes. Um, You might find otherwise. So that's just my preferred method. But uh, just write out attention, interest, desire, action. Break the page up into four quadrants or four Um, just sections. And for attention, the email was something like uh, promote Amazon jobs to um, like 100,000 veterans or or something like that, Mm -hmm. um, which is a huge, huge pain point. Um, So that's it's going to capture Jeff's attention or Jeff's uh, office, whoever first saw this email and brought it to their attention because it solves a major, major pain point. And the best way to capture someone's attention is to show that you've done enough research to understand their major pain point and how you can solve it. 
And of course, it's very, very important to make sure that you can deliver on what you're promising that when you capture their attention, because that's something where they have such limited time that a lot of these people don't have the patience to, you know, the second they figure out that you can't deliver what you promised them, it's you're done, you're written off and it's, you're not going to be able to get on their radar uh, ever in the future. Maybe, maybe you are, but Whatever. All right, so we got so, the attention piece. Got the attention. What was interest? Uh, interest, it was just very, very quick context. Like, uh, here's what I do. Here's what we do. Um, and here's uh, proof of concept. Basically, You're piquing like, the interest of the reader, basically, of like, why should I care about you? Yes, and interest, acute interest is established when the person listening or the person on the receiving end of that communication gets proof that you can deliver on what you said you could do in the attention section. So now we move on to, uh, so I'm on the board of this company. We place veterans uh, for free. So I added that it was very clear that there's not going to be any upfront cost to to the company mm-hmm. uh, at companies like, and then I listed the companies that we had successfully placed transitioning veterans at. And that's the desire piece? That is, no, that's the interest piece. That's We're still, still, still there, okay. still estab- establishing inter- uh, interest and confirming that we can deliver on the attention that we promised. Okay. Uh, next is... Uh, desire. So in the desire stage of catalyzing desire, it's very important that you, um, if you go too hard in the FOMO direction, you won't, very savvy people will just not care. They'll understand that it's just, you know, it's, you're just trying to like gamify things. You're trying to get, get your way, or um, it can often come across as a, uh, a thinly veiled threat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you don't want to come across threatening when you're trying to establish FOMO. So on a scale between, uh, you know, FOMO and just uh, no interest, there's probably like some type of balance that you need to strike. So you need to strike a good balance of establishing that uh, it's okay. You need to present confidence that it's okay if they say no, because all of these other people that they respect are very close or have already said yes. But not doing it in a way that like basically makes you annoying. Exactly. You need to be very, very truthful. And again, in this sentence, in this line or um, you can you can even expand this to basically write essays, longer op-eds, or much longer emails. This format works great for all of these things. So with the desire component, you want to catalyze desire and get them to the place where it's very clear you have options, you're considering them for specific reasons, and here is what they get. That's very important to have what the person gets there. And in, in this case, it was something like um, I had the dates that we were going to be touring and filming at these certain technology companies here that were already uh, very, very notable. And additionally, there were some, um, I I think I said like, you know, you will be getting these uh, film materials afterwards. We will follow up and you can use them for whatever promotional purposes you'd like. And you were basically trying to get filming in, what was it? Uh, What's their... So I I was just hoping that we, we could film at Amazon and then we'll like do a follow on what actually what ultimately ended up happening after that so we're still in the desire component so just cap off the desire component with what they get and then in the final uh, step the final fourth piece of all these communications you can have uh, action so attention interest desire action in the action stage it's very important that you move the ball forward and get that next step and in order to understand and present the best next step it's very important that you have thought things out in a stage step-by-step process. If you're not familiar with game theory, you should you should look it up. You should read about game theory. Can we get a highlight? 
Um, so get, there's game theory, there's thinking in stages. A great place to start is uh, Thomas Sowell. So reading some of his books, uh, basic economics and things like that, where he's a big proponent of thinking in stages and second and third order effects and outcomes and things like that. And then game theory is just a study of um, games, basically. So if I do and thought experiments, where if I do this, the person who is uh, seeing that transaction or seeing that offer uh, might do this, but they might also do these other five things. And what would happen if they do these other five things? So got it. That's the strategy then. Yeah, it's uh, it's basically just thinking and um, exploring your imagination a little bit and trying to get creative about what might happen. And so, if you'll notice with all of this, this is a very thoughtful communication style. At the beginning, when we mentioned that it was uh, sales driven or it could help with those things, that turns that can turn a lot of people off. Um, and they don't otherwise consider something that is actually very, very thoughtful because in order to do this correctly, it takes a huge amount of thought. This is something that, uh, Ian and I and Steph, we've, we all spend a painstaking amount of time in a lot of our communication when it's warranted. So there are certain times where Ian or I will be crafting a pitch and we'll spend three days, four days doing almost nothing else Mm -hmm. other than the, uh, the pitch. But certain things are that important. Certain things are so important that you want to take that that time to make sure it's it's perfect and every word is just right. Uh, if great novelists and great creators rewrite their works 11 times, maybe it's worth applying that same type of rigor to emails and to business communication and, and friendships. Um, yeah, I'd say it is based on our response rates from the emails that you send out. Thanks. Yeah. But yeah it, back to they're there. this uh, story now. So, so back to the action part. Um, and then that the action part is a great opportunity to de-risk the situation. So that's where, you know, you could say something like, here's what is required from your team and you get the right to, you know, in our industry, it's uh, your team has final cut so they can approve or say, no, take this out before you publish it. But at that stage, you can basically de-risk things and then make it very clear for them. Here's what are the next steps and make sure you end on a question. And the question is to start that uh, final conversation piece or move the conversation to the next stage. So what question did you end on to get them to take that next step? Uh, something like, um, you know, I'd, I'd love an introduction to the appropriate person to schedule this. Mm-hmm. And I didn't uh, didn't get a response back for a little bit. And then I think a week later, I got a uh, response from Amazon's head of communication. So if you're not familiar with the tech world, this is somebody who is a direct report to uh, Bezos's office. And in many cases, they report directly to the CEO. And you sent this directly to Jeff Bezos, right? Yes. Yeah, direct, directly to him. And then it got forwarded to the exact person. And the the beauty of this was uh, Amazon mobilized the team. They flew down. They met us. They opened up Lab 126, which is their semi-secretive research facilities uh, next to NASA Ames and Moffett Airfield. And we got to film there, interview some uh, Amazon execs that are veterans and other people on the team, uh, on several different teams, actually. It was uh, great. I got to strike up a uh, you know, a working relationship with the head of communications at Amazon, and they generally were just so, so helpful. And that's it's just a great example of the ADA format in practice, in action. And if you, know, if you think like, oh, that's just one example, that's an anecdote, you're right, but it's been used for like, we've cl- Everything we cited earlier, yeah. uh, it's the basis for that. So anytime you feel some resistance to getting out that cold piece of correspondence, this is a great way to go out there and do it yourself. And another caveat I'll add, 
it's very tempting to think that you need warm intros to everybody, that you need introductions from just the right person. And, and then somebody will open your email or then somebody will take, take the call or the coffee or whatever it is. Stop thinking that way. Get the connections yourself. You're going to have to learn how to establish cold connections with everyone. If you want to be as successful as you can be and realize your aims and your ambitions, that's a skill you must, must develop. Um, if you have this this hang up where you have to wait on permission from others and gatekeepers, uh, it's going to slow down. Just just be aware, I guess, of how much it could slow down your ideas. So the more you can develop this skill and practice it and then execute on it, the uh, more quickly you're going to be able to accomplish whatever it is you want to accomplish. Yeah. So ADA, easy to remember. And if anyone has had good experiences with using this format and getting great results, tweet at us at the Mission HQ. We would love to hear, you know, what you've gotten done with using this methodology. And I would love to hear that. Yeah, yeah that'd be awesome. Connect with us on some uh, socials uh, at the Mission HQ and we'll be looking for your responses. And you know what else the ADA format is great for? What's that? Leaving a rating and review of the Mission Daily, <laughs> yes, which we really, really appreciate. <laughs> if you have a chance to do that, it means so much to us. It helps us out a ton. And we will see you tomorrow. Bye, everyone. Bye. Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It helps spread the word and I would greatly appreciate it. See you next time.